0: Hi, this is Amber, and you're listening to Amber on Podcast. Hi, hello, and welcome to episode number 63 of Amber on Podcasts. Thank you for joining me. If you haven't yet, please take a moment to subscribe to the show for a weekly dose of valuable solutions and tools to help you lead a more joyful, more informed, and more meaningful life. Every Thursday, I release a new episode that is aimed at doing more good, and I would love to have you join me. Today, I am thrilled to bring you the wisdom of a man I have admired since I read his book in 2017. His wisdom gave me the courage to do the work I do now and helped me focus and understand what I needed to do in order to accomplish my goals. It is with great pleasure and excitement that I bring you the wisdom of Mr. Cal Newport. Today we are talking about focus and why focus is something you need to practice in order to have success in today's economy. We will talk about why no one knows how to focus anymore. Also how you can get better at doing deep focused work. This is one of my very favorite topics to discuss. So let's get started and let's start the show. Before we dig in today, I want to cover a bit about Cal Newport. For those of you who do not know him already, Cal Newport is someone I deeply admire. He is a best-selling author who studies the intersection of technology and society. Cal is also a professor of computer science at Georgetown University. Despite having great success and notoriety, Cal has never had a social media account to promote his work. Never had a social media account at all. In 2016, Cal wrote Deep Work, which is a great book that I highly recommend. I will link it in the show notes. Deep Work is all about the importance of focus and the role that focus plays in our lives. Now, I devoured this book because it answered so many of my questions and really helped me make sense of the world as it is today. The argument that Cal makes is that no one knows how to focus anymore, and yet focus is becoming increasingly valuable. We have so much social media and internet distracting us that focus has become a lost art. No one can focus for more than two seconds at a time. Meanwhile, there are two very important things at play. The first is that focus is more valuable today because our economy is shifting to high-level knowledge work. We outsource or automate the low-level knowledge work. Meanwhile, the work that requires creativity, deep thinking, or original thought is becoming more important in our economy, and more valuable. So if you can focus, it really helps you produce this type of value. The second point is at the same time, we are getting worse at concentrating because we are always on our phones. And email culture has become so pervasive within the workplace that focus is becoming more valuable At the same time, it's becoming more rare. If you are someone who cultivates focus and deep work, you will have a huge advantage. As a society, on the whole, we have forgotten how valuable focus is, and we have forgotten what it takes to be good at it. Cal says that people think of focus like a habit, like flossing their teeth. Everyone thinks they know how to focus, but it's more like a skill like playing a guitar. You practice it and you can be better at it. You don't practice it and you won't be any good at it. Even if you set aside the time and you put all of your distractions away and in another room and you sit down and you say, Okay, I'm going to focus on doing this work. If you haven't been practicing, It's not going to go very well. This is precisely what happened to me. It took me months of research and finding tools to help me learn how to focus on my work. Writing and producing the show required me to train my ability to focus so that I could get it done consistently week after week. It's my ability to focus that has gotten me where I want to be in life. And it's an important tool that you need to have in your toolbox, dear listeners. If you are worried that your focus is a bit lackluster, don't fret. Our pal Cal has some solutions and tips for how to get better at doing focused work. Number one is to practice cognitive fitness. This means your brain needs to be comfortable. With being bored. When you train your brain that every time you get bored, you get a treat, that is stimuli, you form this Pavlovian connection where every time you get bored, you get a treat, where bored equals stimulation and dopamine. When it comes to being focused, you can bet it's going to be boring because there's not a lot of different stimuli and it's not exciting. So your brain hijacks your focus and thinks boring equals treat time, and it won't let you sit there and stare at a blank page for hours. Your brain has been conditioned and taught to intervene when you are bored, and it takes effort to break the habit. Number two is to practice productive meditation. Productive meditation means you meditate on a specific problem or question while you're taking a walk, preferably outdoors. The idea is that if you go for a walk and try to hold one thought in your head and you try to make progress on that thought while you are walking, be it an idea or a question or a problem, just like in mindful meditation, when you notice that your thoughts are drifting, which they will do, You just bring it back and bring it back to what you are focusing on. It's hard at first, but you will see rather quickly that you will get better and better at it. I practice this all the time in my work, in writing or in consulting. I also use it for solving personal problems or when I am feeling angry or upset. Let's say I, I don't know how to respond to a text message or to an email. I will, I'll take a walk and, and think about the message, and 100% of the time, I will figure out the best response that holds true to my values and sends the right message. Cal says that we have lost the art of getting out in nature and being bored. Some of our best ideas come to us when we are bored. Like when we're in the shower. Cal also says that we have to have the courage to be alone. It's self-insight that you need if you want to develop as a human. You have to grapple with your thoughts and ask the tough questions. Sure, it's scary, but it's also mandatory if you want to grow and develop. What are you upset about that you have done? What are you happy about? Process your experiences and make sense of it. You can't do this if you are in input or processing mode. If there is something in your ear or in your hand, you can't do this kind of self-reflection. And if you aren't able to self-reflect, you aren't able to grow. The important thing to remember here is it's a big deal for our brain to process input From another brain. Our brains take this very seriously and try wholeheartedly to make sense of it. If you are doing that all the time, every down moment you are looking at input from other brains, be it on social media, Facebook, Instagram, just on the internet, browsing sites, and and you don't get any downtime that your brain needs, this causes issues. Cal says that the anxiety people are feeling today is actually. A lack of solitude. And if people spent more time alone, they would be happier. Now, you don't need to be alone all of the time. Solitary confinement is the worst tortures, but no solitude is also damaging to us if you have none at all. Cal recommends doing one thing a day without your phone. Go on a walk, run to the drugstore, go shopping. We underestimate how artificial it is to have a constant digital companion. It's true that we need strong connections to make our lives meaningful. But when you are hunting likes on Instagram and Facebook, the less you are making the sacrifice of time and energy in real-life interactions with your best friend or family, community, or creating something meaningful in the world. The things that we have evolved to crave, to feel accepted, connected, and impactful. Without some kind of sacrifice, there isn't a strong connection. If you just hit a like or post happy birthday, there's no sacrifice, so no strong connection. What does make people feel connected are relationships with sacrifice of time and attention. If a friend has a parent die and you send a text like, sorry for your loss, versus taking the time to visit the friend and bring them a nice sweet treat or maybe some flowers, that leaves you feeling connected. The text doesn't give you what you need. It's not as meaningful as showing up. We need connection to other human beings to flourish as a species. This is what we have always needed and what we have evolved to need as a species. Things become dangerous in our lives when we start using them to escape from the harder things that we don't want to confront. This becomes a cycle, and you know you aren't doing what you should be doing in your life, and Then you feel guilty and you go back to social media and the cycle starts again. So you might be wondering what's the void we are trying to fill with social media? Cal says the answer is it's an escape from hard things that we don't want to deal with. For some people, they are trying to avoid the questions like Am I really happy with the person I've become? What am I supposed to be doing? Am I living up? To my full potential. Using social media stops them from having to confront that. Other people don't have quality leisure options in their life. It's really important to have something outside of your work that requires skill and is something you get better at, something that connects you to other people and makes you feel good. Cal says that social media is the same as eating bad food. You eat and consume, and you are never satisfied no matter how much you take in. I know that is certainly true for me. I had to get really honest about my social media use and figure out how to manage it in my life and in my work. I am far less anxious and more calm when I don't look at social media. When I do go back, social media I can see even more clearly its effects on me. I start looking at old friends and comparing their internet life to where I am. It never feels good and I always have the urge to do it when I'm on social media without fail. That is what showed me that social media is not right for me to use all the time. I, I wasn't using it for good. What little good I did get out of it could be accomplished in less than one hour a month from my desktop. Deleting social media apps from my phone and learning from Cal Newport is what has helped me focus on doing more good for more people most of the time. Cal Newport is someone you need to know. So don't skip on this one. If you're a reader, go check out his book, Deep Work, or his new book, Digital Minimalism. You can also go listen to Cal's interview on the School of Greatness podcast, which was the inspiration for this episode. My mission is to share the importance of focus and the value of deep work so that you can live up to your full potential. Now you have the tools to cultivate focus in your life and use your ability to focus to create opportunities for you. I cannot express my appreciation for Cal enough. Many, many, and infinite thanks to Cal for sharing his message and helping us all lead better and more fulfilled lives. If you haven't yet, please go to Apple Podcasts and subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. And please join me next week for another conversation about living your best life and doing more good. Thank you. Love you. Bye.